This is Random Acts of Tangents, the podcast about all kinds of craziness on the RatPackPodcast.com. Uh, I am Adam, and I have with me the maestro here. How you doing, maestro? Yo, man. What's up, man? And uh, across from Skype, as usual, if he sounds like he's in the bathroom, it's because it's through Skype. He's not actually on the john. This is uh, Rex. How you doing? Estoy ocupado. <laughs> all right. There's a couple of things in the news that I found very interesting, and... Uh, the, the main thing right now, or one of the main things that I find the most compelling anyway, is this whole Mel Gibson fiasco. Have you guys heard about this? Man, uh, actually, I have not. No. You have not? You haven't heard nothing? How, how about you, Mushroom? Oh, come on. I worked like like 15 hours every 20 days, so I mean, no, wait, wow. it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. No. Yeah, I worked a lot. Okay. That, that didn't work. I think it's 24 <laughs> hours every... Never mind. No, you got it. You got the play. Uh, big worker. Fantastic. I saw, I saw his last movie. Oh, he did. Edge of Darkness. Yeah, it was good. Really? It was good. I, I okay. Yeah. I think he's a good actor. I think he's a real good actor. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's debatable by uh, anybody. He's he's phenomenal at what he does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but his personal life, this is where the craziness comes in. Oh, no. Uh, which my personal thoughts about his personal life and pretty much any celebrity's personal life is uh, I don't give a damn. Uh, to me, you're an entertainer. Entertain me. That's it. I don't want to know anything else about you. Just get on stage, sing a song, get behind the camera and act or whatever, be funny. Yeah. I, I don't care funny. about the personal stuff. Exactly, because I think... And, that... I, and I especially hate when they get into fucking politics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah. Sean Penns and the Baldwins getting all crazy. Yeah, yeah, stay the fuck out of it. Yeah. I mean, people deserve at least a chance to be themselves when people don't have to, you know, paparazzi and all that jazz. Yeah. yeah. I know nothing about politics or philosophy, but I feel my opinion's relevant. <laughs> I play a doctor on TV, so hear my legal advice. Yeah. What? what exactly. <laughs> Fuckers. Probably a bad example, but... Uh, <laughs> no, that's, that's House Pan, from right pharmaceuticals there. to legalese, whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, if uh, you have been living in a hole, as you two seem to have been... Ouch. As far as <laughs> what's been going on with him, uh, about... About it's four years ago, I think this is when it all started. When he got that, uh, he got drunk driving from uh, Moon Shadows in Malibu. He got pulled over by the cops, and he went all crazy on the Jews. I love that place, by the way. Not the Jews, the Moon Shadows. <laughs> I, Jews are all right. I, I, you know, I've never had a stereotype about Jews really kind of like stand up to anything really. But I, I, I love Moon Shadows. Great place. Yes, great place. very nice place. Great view. Have, have you been, Maestro? Actually, no, I haven't. Oh. oh. We need to go. I actually have a coupon <laughs> that came in the mail. I'll bring a date, okay? How about that? <laughs> yeah. My birthday is coming up, so they uh, offered me a free bottle of wine or something. So we <laughs> should uh, go check that out. My yeah, let's do that. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I guess he was at Moon Shadows, uh, probably having a bottle of wine himself, or maybe a couple. Got in the car. 
Was it Manischewitz fine? Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm getting to that. Uh, right. so, so he left drunk, got pulled over by the cops, and uh, for some reason just went nuts on this uh, female officer, called her sugar tits, and uh, started yeah. going crazy about the Jews, started all the wars. Not sure what that had to do with the driving drunk, but I guess he thought it was relevant to bring up in a drunken tirade. But uh, since then, he has apologized. He uh, he did get uh, three years probation for his uh, DUI. His record has been expunged of the DUI, is what I heard last. Uh, right. He had to pay a fine, and he had um, to attend a bunch of Alcoholics Anonymous type classes. Uh, okay, so, so they didn't go like, easy on him at all, really. Not really, no. Well, he didn't go to jail. Like uh, this, uh, who's uh, Lindsay? Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. She's in jail or about to be. In yeah. Jail. But that's repeated offenses. I mean, Joe Schmo gets pulled over on the freeway for a DUI. He he has to do all the normal shit that that they put Melter right. Right. Well, I guess so. But like, think about it this way. I think doesn't Lindsay Lohan go in and out through jail and like probation and all that jazz like every so often, like a week every two? Yeah, oh. she's she's got all kinds of drug stuff. I don't know if it's yeah, like yeah. in and out of jail, but in and out of rehab, I think is what she's doing. But. Yeah, that's what I was I was pointing out is that she doesn't. It, it it's not really paralleled because she's just off a rocker. Yeah. Well, I think anybody in the entertainment industry is a little bit off their rocker. But, yeah, uh, wait but a points we're in for the being a fire crotch. Hold on a second. We're in the <laughs> hold on a second. We're in the entertainment industry right now though. Uh this is true, and I think I am out of my mind. Oh <laughs> perfect. There we go. <laughs> See, if I, I go it. any further crazy, I'm gonna loop around back to sane. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so since all this craziness happened with Mel Gibson about four, maybe five years ago, uh he's kind of been out of the radar for the most part. Uh, now he's got the new movie, Edge of Darkness, which uh, you said you saw, Rex. You you, you liked it? Oh. oh, dude, fucking great. Definitely. I loved it. Now, I, I'm this... not going to give any of it away, but he's just a great actor in the movie. Real kind of like, you know, gets your emotions going because they, they uh... well, I can tell you this much because it's in the previews, but they kill his daughter. Oh, he's... spoiler he... alert. Ah, damn it. No, no, that's not his fucking. <laughs> I know, I know. But but he he pretty much like goes on this this uh kind of like rampage about like why did she die and blah 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 blah. So like he plays this kind of uh dirty cop, but not really more like a vigilante cop kind of guy. And it, it, it's it's a it's kind of similar to a lot of characters that he's done before. Like when you watch Payback, right? Get Carter? Uh, no, not Get Carter. That was uh, Ransom. Ransom, yeah, where he kind of just like. You know, here's what normal people do, and now I'm gonna fuck them. You know, like, it's just, <laughs> really what he does. You know, yeah. like, and then he has that crazy deep voice where he's just like, no, I'm gonna make him pay, or whatever. Like, you know, no, 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. That's pretty good there, Mushroom. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Huh. Uh, speaking of uh, his voice, I do have some audio that I want to play for you guys uh, that, of the most recent things that have been happening. Uh, first, I got two interviews with two different people about the Edge of Darkness, the movie, and then the thing that's gotten the most attention recently is the voicemail that was recorded, not voicemail, phone conversation with his okay. now ex-girlfriend, I guess. But uh, let's uh, start from the beginning here. This is an interview that he did with Sam Rubin. He's, uh, I think it's KTLA, and it's it's pretty much about the movie, and that's where it starts off. So here we go. You tell me this has been your first film for how long? What, seven years, eight years, seven or eight years to star in, to be in front of the camera. I chose to sort of walk away about eight years ago because I felt I was getting a bit stale. And I came back with this because, man, I just felt it was time to get back in the saddle. Enough time had gone by. And honestly, it was the best piece of writing I'd seen. Some people are like, people are going to welcome you back. And other people are going to be like, he should never come back. Why? Because of what happened before. What happened before? 
the remarks that were attributed to you that were attributed to me yeah. that I didn't necessarily make mm -hmm. okay but uh, and, and uh, I, I gather you have a, a dog in this fight pardon me you have a dog in this fight or are you being impartial I'm trying you tell me I'm trying to be impartial I guess okay, okay. well I'm back and uh, I hope it works out and I hope people will graciously accept me back so that was uh, Sam Rubin talking to him about the movie and kind of now, the, the interviews that he's been doing recently about Edge of Darkness has been the first time that he has sat down with anybody since all the craziness that happened four years ago. Oh, shit. Oh. All right. So, of course, these questions are going to come up about, hey, what happened to the craziness? You went a little nuts there. What Are, are you okay? What uh, People may not like you. What do you think about that? And his reaction is uh, not exactly welcoming. Uh, <laughs> doesn't appreciate hearing that kind of stuff, which I think is a normal thing. I'm back. Whatever, like like I said, you know, let him be anti-Semitic. Is I don't I don't really. I mean, I could understand how it's going to be a problem to him because I mean it's the movie industry, <laughs> right? But, but he's got enough money to run, I mean produce his own films anyways. He even has like he's directed and he has his own production company. So I mean, I failed to see how this is really relevant other than just like kind of crit socially criticizing the guy. I mean, I'd, I'd probably see Hitler on ice if, if it existed. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure it does. It has to somewhere. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, well, but... well, you, you, he has to be pretty horrible to actually like warrant like actual hate. I think. Yeah. Now, the the thing about this interview the, and the reason that I I played it is because there is a, a certain part of the interview that is getting more attention than, than others, and it's not his reaction to. Uh, Pretty much saying, well, I'm back. People are gonna like me. They're not gonna like me. There, there was a. He said to Sam Rubin, "I take it you have a dog in this fight." Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean to you? That means he's uh, running an angle. Like he's got his own perspective, and he wants to to get it heard, and then see what what uh, Mel's probably got to say about it. Right, and that that's what it means to me too. The from I, I've heard that term before. Uh, have a dog in the fight. That means yeah. you ha you have an interest. You, your yeah, dog definitely. is fighting. You want your dog to win, so you obviously have a side here. Well, that's that's why he asked him if he was being impartial. Yes. You know, like, are you being impartial? In other words, are you being objective, or are you really kind of like asking me questions from a perspective? Like now, you know, it, th does the fact that Sam Rubin is is Jewish does that have any swaying in your opinion of what that phrase means? Oh yeah, well then then it's different. Really? Hmm? Oh yeah, definitely. How how's it different now that he's Jewish? Well, because it's it, well, not for me, it's not different, but for for Mel, it's different. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, that's like a white supremacist sitting down with a black guy or a Jewish guy, and then kind of like, you know, the, even though the guy's a white supremacist, maybe he's an artist, and he's just like, well, you know, how do you feel like your influence in your life has really affected your art? You know, like, what are you trying to get at, really? If if you're 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 a journalist, you're trying to get to some meat. You're not you're not asking the boring fucking questions. You're gonna to try to get something that's gonna get you, you know, like launched out there into like ratings. mass media. Yeah, ratings. That's what they're fucking after. Yeah, well, because the the, the way that that comment is being interpreted, I take it you have a dog in this fight, is somehow an attack on his being Jewish. It is somehow offensive to Jews to say that you have a dog in this fight. I no, I'd be offensive if he said you have a pig in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> See, but I don't see how that's directed at Sam Rubin or at Jewish people in general. Just you have a dog in this fight. You have a vested interest. 
It no, is, that, that's not a. It's it's not like a term that has associated any like racism to it. Yeah, it's. it's uh, I don't know. I, I think that maybe the reason why is because the whole terminology about the dog in this fight, you know, dog fight, having an interest towards like one side winning over the other. I think that's the only main idea that it has. I don't see any like racism in it at all. Yeah, but Sam Rubin, uh, after the interview was over, uh, they cut back to them in the studio, and Sam Rubin was saying, like, you know, it didn't hit me at the time what exactly that phrase meant, but now uh-huh. I did. I wish I would have responded back to him saying, yes, uh, as a human being and as a Jew, I am offended by the comments that were made back in 2006. And that's... I, I, that's a bit fucking much, I think. Yeah, I don't see. That's quite a stretch. I mean, I don't, how do you go from uh, I have the dog in this fight to you're being anti-Semitic? Yeah. Well, well, because he's asking like, oh, are you being biased, really? And and people could be biased for a number of different reasons. They don't have to necessarily be biased because the guy is Jewish. Now, oh, so you think now, that's what it's about? You think it's about and, you have a dog in this fight, meaning you're Jewish, so you're on the Jewish side? That even even if it did mean that. I don't feel like uh, it's insulting. I feel like it's just direct. That yeah, I mean, it does. Yeah, that does make a little more sense. It's still, yeah. I think, ridiculous. But like, like, let's say, for instance, I offend somebody, right? I, what? I, I, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done it in my life. That's not the Rex I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so I, I sit down with them, and and they or they come on the podcast, and and we're talking, and blah 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 blah. And they, uh, maybe it's completely unrelated to the particular incident whether I did insult them. But they asked me a question about what I said that they found insulting, and they had made it clear beforehand that they were a representative of some group that I insulted. I'm, I'm just going to be fucking direct and be like, well, is this because you're a ex? Right. I, and I don't even think that's insulting either. If he was just like, is this, are you asking me this because you're Jewish? If he was going to add, if, if he plainly stated that to the guy's face, I, I don't think that's insulting. Well, if you, if you say it like that, I think that's a little more of a problem, especially given his past. Are, the, are, you, are, you, ask, are you saying that people are not going to like me because you're Jewish and you don't like me? I think that's a little different than, do you have a dog in this fight? No, I don't think so. Wow. I, I think those two phrases are synonymous, but what? I don't think it's insulting. Well, the, I think what uh, Rex is trying to say is that the I, the the term the words that he says the the what it means is just as like do you have an opinion about this that's biased? It doesn't mean that it's saying that are are you saying whatever blah 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 in two thousand six that blah, 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 you know? Yeah, well, although I, I I agree that they mean the same thing. Yeah, you can say it the 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 way that it comes out, especially based on his past, can be grossly mis misconstrued. Okay, I see what you're trying to say there. What what okay. do you mean? Well, if if you come out and say, are, are are you saying that because you're a Jew versus? I, no, 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 that's different. Are you asking me this because you're Jewish? Right. Is 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 not saying? Are you saying this because you're a Jew? Okay. In other words, well, see, it's the same thing though. I, I, at, at your point, I asked the same exact question, but my phrasing was a little different, and one's more offensive than the other, right? But the question yeah. is exactly the same. I, I I mean, yeah, but a lot of it has to do with tone and stuff like this. Like, are you saying this because you're a Jew? Is a lot different. He's like, are you saying this because you're a Jew? You know, like, that's, those are two different statements there. One's abrasive, one's, like, crazy direct, one's kind of, like, more, uh, you know, you're, you're offering a, an olive branch out there. You're not, you're kind of saying a statement, but you're, you're not necessarily dedicating yourself to being abrasive in the sense that it's insulting. I, I, even, I feel like, let's say, for instance, he was abrasive. Are you saying this because you're Jewish? Right? The guy shoots back at him. 
yes. I think that as a human being, as blah, 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 as a Jew, <laughs> I think that people aren't going to like you now and aren't going to like your films. What, what, how many times is he, does he have to fucking apologize? He already apologized. Yeah. Is, is this like a, a fucking relationship with a fucking horrible female where, remember that time? And I, I asked you if you were fat and then, and, and then you said I was fat. And, I mean, are you gonna bring up every fucking tiny little thing about ev that ever went wrong in a person's career ever? That was a great voiceover, man. You should really consider, like, voice acting for something, you know? Maybe, like, some I've sort of Muppet. A, I've had a lot of fucking experience, alright? <laughs> you can't see me, but I'm crying right now. <laughs> oh, method acting, very good. <laughs> and scene. Yes. It's a, I guess it's all crazy. But sometimes crazy is good. Yeah, crazy is good. And like we said in an earlier podcast, uh, you have to earn your crazy. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and I'm fairly sure Mel Gibson has earned his crazy. Well, there. I mean, for instance, right? To to take a mature example of a of an actual like human being with some sort of like intellect intelligence, there there was a guy uh, recently. I forget what his name was, but he was like a congressman or a senator, and he died recently. And this former congressman, whatever senator. Uh, same thing, really, just House uh, and Senate, but right. yeah, whatever. Um, he was a former member of the Ku Klux Klan when he started. Okay, yes. he was—he's like nine—he's like ninety-six. All right, and and when Obama took office, he went up to Obama and he told him, you know, I'm sorry, I was young, it was stupid, I had to do it because of my constituents, blah 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 blah. And what did Obama do? He didn't—he didn't go fucking crazy and and be like, hey, no. <laughs> As a member, as a black man, and, and as a member of the human race, I'm insulted. <laughs> and, uh, and someone had a dream, and you're fucking with it. You know? <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't do that. He 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 said, you know, like I I, I forget what he said exactly, but he he kind of just let it pass. You know? Yeah, that was uh, Robert Byrd, by the way. For those of you that are curious, huh. there you go. And yeah. and and that's my point. It's just like. Why are you going to blow this up out of proportion already? The guy apologized. What else do you want? Yeah, and here's a quote from Robert Byrd. I know now I was wrong. Intolerance had no place in America. I apologize a thousand times. I don't mind apologizing over and over again. I can't erase what happened. So, ah, well, I guess. Well, yeah, so he's fine, right? He apologized. Everyone move on. See, my thought, my theory on this is the whole reason why, like, we're going, I'm jumping back to Mel Gibson, by the way, okay? Right. Um, the only reason why that they're trying to uh, get something out of him, even though the fact that he'd already apologized, I think is because they don't have anything on him except for the fact that what he did in 2006, you know? Right. He's not exactly uh, the kind of person that would... Lindsay Lohan, uh, a scene, you know? You see him you see him in and out like crazy like uh, rehab centers or anything like that. I think the main point about it is the only reason why he's even in this situation right now is just because he hasn't done anything else to gather anyone's attention in the meantime. That's true. Now, as far as you, Maestro, is this is, is Mel Gibson uh, forgivable for what happened back in that time? The way I see it is this. I mean, people make mistakes, yes. People can have different points of view at certain points in time, but people don't stay the same. People can change. People have different thought processes. Okay. They can learn. If if people can forgive OJ, they can forgive Mel Gibson. Jesus, it's a glove that will fit. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that's the thing too. I mean, you can give somebody a hard time for so long, but eventually you're just not bullshit. Get over it, pretty much. You, you get over it. 
If uh, I've moved on, you haven't. Oh, actually, that's in the next clip here. Let me <laughs> let me just uh, play that then, since the timing is perfect. Okay. All right, here we go. This is a uh, this is an interview that was done with uh, Richard Dean, I believe his name is. Okay. Do you uh, do you, do you feel like you're a different person, maybe a a better person than you were five years ago, four years ago? I mean, everything that we've read about you, you've gone through a lot a lot of ups and downs uh, in the past few years. Oh yeah, yeah, five years, four or five years, yeah. It's been hey, it's a real roller coaster ride. You know, I think I'm the same person I always was, except for people as they go. Time teaches, and uh, you know, you learn as you go. So hey, do you think do you think that the uh, public will perceive you any differently after all that's been in the news about you? What are you referring to specifically? Refer, referring to the, uh, you know, the uh, drinking problems. Referring to what's been called the anti-Semitic rant. Referring, yeah, that's, that's, all, all those I, things. I, I, you know, you know what I'm yeah, talking about. Okay, uh, okay. so uh, yeah, that's almost four years ago, dude. I mean, I've moved on. I guess you haven't. Well, so I'm, I'm just, I'm just wondering if you think that the the public has has moved on and will perceive you in the same light. Well, I certainly hope so. You know, it is a while back. And, uh, you know, I've done all the necessary mea culpas. So, um, let's move on, dude. Come on. Uh, Edge of Darkness opens uh, today. It's good to see you back in the saddle and uh, doing what you do best. Thanks a lot for joining us, Mel. Take care. Bye-bye. Asshole. (laughs) Amazing. So yeah, at the at the end there, he gets a little uh, heated and uh, calls him an asshole. Good. Uh, yeah, right. And uh, that's kind of what we were saying uh, just a, just a few seconds ago before the clip played. It, uh, it See, happened. here's the thing too, though. This is the second interview. How many interviews has he gone through? How many people has he been pestered by? How many times has he had to answer for this? Really? When, when, and, and this is an interview, this isn't an interview about like, hey Mel, how are you doing? This is an interview about a movie that he's releasing. He's there to talk about his work. Okay? Right. It, it'd be like if you and I interviewed somebody on the show about their band, and then they're talking about something completely unrelated and insulting and personal to us. Yeah. I mean, come, come the fuck on, dude. Now, the, the only thing I have to say, uh, to the contrary of what you were saying, is uh, there are people that have become famous for certain things. Uh, Monica Lewinsky is one. Oh, no. All right. Um, there's another guy, uh, John Carr, whatever yeah. his name is, the guy that yeah. uh, supposedly killed the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, these, those two people specifically, uh, they uh-huh. went on interviews, and they were specifically... They specifically told the interviewer, do not ask me about the Bill Clinton incident. Do not yeah. ask me about John Bunny Ramsey. Yeah, <laughs> but that's why you're famous. Yeah, it's like you invented for Monica Lewinsky. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, invented government fellatio. Mel, <laughs> Mel Gibson isn't famous for being anti-Semitic. <laughs> that's that's true. That's not like he how he established his fame. That's not. I mean, if you look up Wikipedia, I, I'm I hope I hope it's not the first <laughs> thing that comes up. I think the first I mean, thing that comes up when you see Mel Gibson on like, like Wikipedia or anything is him in Lethal Weapon with a freaking mullet and look with the crazy eyes. That's about as far as it goes, though. What about yeah. Mad Max, man? Don't forget fucking Thunderdome. <laughs> I would go Braveheart, I think, before anything. I think that's what he's most famous for. I don't know. Face paint doesn't really do it for me. <laughs> All right. First thing that came up was American-Australian actor. That's... There we go. All right. 
And the they first... didn't say anti-Semitic. No. <laughs> and the first movie listed is Mad Max. Look at you, dude. <laughs> okay, fine. You go off. Fucking right. All right. All right, I'll give you five bucks. Yeah, but I, I guess, I mean, you have to kind of assume that this subject is going to come up, especially since this is the first time he sat down and got interviewed since the craziness that did happen. Uh-huh. But I think you're right to the point where it, it does get tiring after a while. And these are the just the two interviews that I have. I'm sure he did a lot more interviews uh, with similar type of questions. And maybe he was even or level-headed the other times, and that's why we don't know about them. But yeah. yeah, and the one or two times that he goes crazy, that's what the media focuses on. Because that's, that's a story. Possible, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I just in general, I, I think that stars get way too much fucking attention off screen. Yes. Uh, they do. Uh, they're, they're not. They're not royalty. They're not politicians. They're nobody fucking important. They're, they're fucking. They're they're monkeys dancing for our fucking <laughs> entertainment. All right. Well, you see, it's cool. Maybe they can be exceptionally good at it. If you like acting, you can revere them. But I don't. I don't really see like. I mean, a couple of exceptional cases out there. Maybe like Angelina Jolie. She's a UN ambassador. She is an exceptional human being. She's done a lot for humanity. Okay. But uh, uh, besides her, I feel like uh, people should be like Johnny Depp, where Johnny Depp is real, like, reclusive and really likes to just keep everybody out of the light, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing about it is, is I see is um, after uh, Bill Clinton, after all the craziness with a new government, fo- uh, new government, but where, where government is focused on some sort of celebrity-like uh, actions, America really didn't have any royalty. They had nothing to focus on as a... Uh, some sort of famous person other than the heroes from, like, let's say, World War II or uh, any, well, really anything else from anything cataclysmic, you know? I guess the only thing that especially uh, people have to focus on afterwards is just what they, got, what they can grasp on with everyday life, and I guess that's TV, sadly. I, I just think that people should differentiate between the characters that they see in the movies and the actual, like, person, the human being. Yeah. You know, like, even if you revere an actor who plays a part, like, like, Adam's got a hard on for Bruce Willis. Yes. Okay, you agreed to that right just now. (laughs) We we don't know that Bruce Willis is actually like that in real life. In fact, I'm pretty confident he hasn't shot a gun at anybody in actual life. (laughs) Ever. So, so you know what I mean? Like, you revere the character, you don't revere the person. Right. And, and one thing that, uh, I, I used to want to be an actor back in the day. And yeah. uh, this, these are pipe dreams back in uh, junior high, high school because of uh, Bruce Willis on Die Hard. I'm like, yeah, I want to be that guy. And um, But the one thing that I did not want to do as an actor was play a bad guy because I didn't want people to think of me as a bad guy. Now, since then, I have grown up and realized uh, it's acting. He's not really a bad guy. And in fact, I actually have more respect for people that play bad guys because I think it's a much harder role to pull off. Oh, man. Dude, like Jeremy Irons. Yes. One killer fucking bad guy. I love him to death for doing it. He does it so well. Yes. I can't think of any off the top of my head other than that right now, though. Yeah, I mean... uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. He he does both very well. Mostly bad guy. But... He's mostly crazy. As, as good as it gets? Yes. Hilarious. Not a bad guy. So, Anger management. Uh, fucking, how do you write for women so well? I think of a man, and then I take away all reason and accountability. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a fucking priceless line from that yes. shit. Yes. The actor versus the character, totally different. What we were saying earlier, yes, I, 
I can associate between the two, and I hope most people can. Uh, but when it comes to what's entertaining nowadays, it's the, the reality shows where people are famous for being the characters they are. Oh my fucking lord! That okay, kills me every let time me let me clarify. I just want to jump all over this real fast. Okay. <laughs> um, Kim Kardashian and Ray J are famous because they fucked each other. Neither neither one of them was really famous before they made that sex tape. They're pretty much famous because they fucked each other, okay? And that's not a reason for being famous at all. Exactly. Ray J has his, 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 like, fucking little shows and shit that I've watched on TV. I fucking hate him to death. Same thing with Kim. She's, like, a huge fucking bitch, and that whole family's just annoying. They're, it's, it's, it's not like they're annoying because they're annoying people. It's just they're average, everyday people. They're not really fucking entertaining. Yeah, but they have money. That's what uh, elevates the whole show. I think and, also. And, and just as a disclaimer, I don't watch this shit on my own, okay? I have roommates and sisters and shit that I, I just catch it in the peripheral. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. I, that's cool. We're not judging, dude. Nice cover. Hey, you know up, what? I don't want to rot my brain from the fucking inside, okay? <laughs> it's a nice cover up. <laughs> yeah, but I get the one thing I do want to uh, point out there that you were uh, false, my friend. Uh, Ray J actually was a little false. famous before the whole the tape came out. He yeah, did, famous. That's a relative fucking term. Yeah, well, he had a he had a hit song out. He's Brandy's brother, so he does. He did. The, the reason the tape got so much attention was because Ray J at the time was somewhat of a star. If it was two random people, then it wouldn't have got any attention. One of them had to be a little famous, which in so this case was Ray J. So you're saying Kim wasn't famous until she fucked Ray J? Her butt was. Pretty much. I mean, she did. I guess from uh, from what I've heard from my sister, which loves this shit, uh, she was a little bit like. Up and coming in the celebrity world, anyway, as far as celebrities go, she she <laughs> she designed celebrities' closets for them. Closets, she, closets, a, yes. Closet. She she's a oh, closet designer. Are yeah, you serious? I, I guess before she fucked Ray J, she designed closets for celebrities. So celebrities knew who she, she was. She was over here, not over there. It, it doesn't matter. Ah, uh, how do we talk about this? Fuck. All right, I don't like reality shows. Moving on. Wow, wow, wow. Fuck reality. All right, but oh, uh, I like reality, just not the shows. Yes, reality is perfect. I'm happy being delusional. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> to quote uh, the MythBusters, I, I I reject your reality and substitute my own. Very good. <laughs> yes, that is Adam, right. by the way. Yes, on the MythBusters. Yes, yes. Very good. He's the most eccentric of the of the two, by the way. Absolutely. As far as the uh, the whole Mel Gibson thing goes, and he, what he kind of was talking about there, going back, what was it like twenty minutes ago? We were trying to talk about this. <laughs> Random acts of tangent. Yes, tangent. Two men enter, one man leave. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think uh, he did a pretty good job there, I think, taking care of himself. I mean, the guy was going down a road he didn't want to go down, and he pretty much told him to get over it. Mm -hmm. But then he called him an asshole and kind of took back a couple steps. <laughs> you, can't, you can't jump leaps and bounds in like a few seconds, you know. You have to act like yeah. you are. Yeah, and, and that's one of the things, especially being a celebrity and being interviewed, especially, you, you know you're being recorded. You know that somebody's watching, somebody's listening. And then to call the guy asshole after the interview was over, or after he assumed the interview was over, but they were obviously still recording. So yeah. they got him. Which, and to me, is not that big a deal, but of course, this is Mel Gibson again being crazy and out of control. So Whatever. So Fucking jumps on him. Reagan did it. Reagan did it on two occasions. Is that right? Yeah, man. Well, he was president. In case you're wondering, we just launched planes going towards the Soviet Union and we're about to commit ourselves to military action. Or some like weird shit like that. He didn't he didn't know they were recording and he was just fucking around. Cause cause you know, presidents are supposed to fuck around about things like that. Right. <laughs> that's that's oh, calling, sensitive subject. Calling people some Jews and sugar tits, big difference between <laughs> nuclear war. Yeah. <laughs> 
And uh, actually, uh, Obama did uh, have a profane thing he said. He, he, he used the word ass in the interview recently. I don't know if you heard this, talking about the BP oil spill. I don't, I don't care. Fucking no, Biden said this is a big fucking deal, man. Right, and then, yeah. And what did Obama's fucking campaign do after that? They said health care. It's a BFD. And they were selling T-shirts. Is that right? <laughs> That's fucking right. Wow. Yeah, this big is so fucking funny. deal. I'm actually crying while I'm laughing. <laughs> this is the media again trying to make Mel Gibson out to be a huge asshole, which uh, I, I don't buy. I mean, I drink with him. He, he's fine. Yeah, especially if you drink with him. Hell yeah. <laughs> you see, this is the thing about it, though. I don't, I don't care what other people think. If I believe that he's got his own life, let him have his own damn life. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't care. Now, this this is where it takes a little bit of a turn for the worse, because the uh, the tape now that I'm about to play you is uh, him talking to his girlfriend. Does he say sugar tits at all? Uh, yeah, not exactly, but there's, uh, some interesting stuff. We can oh. look forward to it. Here we go. Let's play that. Tell me that the message or something, right? Because you're doing something, trying to breastfeed with, uh, fucking foreign bodies in you. Uh, before, uh, I continue there, well, uh, let me, <laughs> I gotta set it up a little bit so you know what's going on here. Uh, he is talking to his, uh, girlfriend, or at this point, ex-girlfriend, uh, about her fake breasts. Uh, the two foreign bodies that are in her are her silicone implants or whatever kind of implants she's got on there. So that's that's what the reference is to. Let me uh, did, back it up a did, little bit. Did she start out with these or did she um, she get them during the course of the relationship? See, that I'm not too sure about. What, what it sounds like to me is uh, stuff was starting to go bad already. And I would assume under, under advice from her attorney, they told uh -huh. her to start recording her conversations. Because as you listen to the tape, it, uh, his voice sounds like it's over a phone, but her voice sounds like it's in person. So, well, because she's hot. Yeah, she is very attractive. Like, I, I do her. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, let me uh, start it back up again here. Tell me that the message or something, right? Because you're doing something, trying to breastfeed with uh, fucking foreign bodies in you. So Was that it? Oh. It has nothing to do with it. Oh, it had nothing to do with what? The fact that you had foreign bodies in there? Correct. Correct. Okay, good. So you're not lying to me about fake tits. I've never had. Yes. Yes, you just did. You said they weren't. You fucking lied to me before. What? I didn't. I never said a, I never said anything of a kind. You never asked me. I never told you. Or maybe you asked me, but I never lied about this. Not a lie. Who cares? So, they look ridiculous. Get rid of them, why don't you? Anyway, uh... You know. That's not none of your fucking business. Okay? It is, it is. They look stupid. I'm just telling you. It's just an appraisal. Keep them if you want. Look stupid. See if I give a fuck. You know, but they're too big and they look stupid. They look like some Vegas bitch. They look like a Vegas whore. Mm -hmm. And you go around sashaying around in your tight clothes and stuff. I won't stand for that anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't walk around. I, I don't, I don't walk. To be that. I don't walk around in tight clothes. I stay at home for you most of the time. public and it's a fucking embarrassment to me. You look like a fucking bitch on heat. And if you get raped by a pack of niggers, it'll be your fault. Alright? Because you provoked it. You are provocatively dressed all the time with your fake boobs. You feel you have to show off in tight outfits and tight pants and stuff. You see your pussy from behind. And that green thing today was enough. That's provocative. Okay? I'm telling you. I'm just telling you the truth. I don't like it. I don't want that woman. I don't want you. I don't believe you anymore. I don't trust you. I don't love you. I don't want you. Okay? okay. Stay in 
my child, but I don't want you anymore. Wow. Huh. What, what are your first impressions about that, Maestro? Holy fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good reaction. Rex, what do you got? <laughs> he dropped an N-bomb. I mean... Yeah, I do. I mean, what, what are you going to say to that? Like, there's no rule where that's going to be right in, and people aren't going to overreact to it. Like, no matter how much I want to be like, it's not my place, he has his own life, don't pay attention to, like, his drama. He dropped an N-bomb. Like, it's the one no-no. Like, the one huge no-no. Like, I mean, the FCC has, like, other words you can't say or whatever the fuck. Right. And, and, and like, fuck and cunt and all these words that a lot of people are insulted by, but not everybody's insulted by, but everybody is insulted by the N-bomb. And anybody that isn't is, like, off their fucking rocket. <laughs> like, seriously. If, if, if I, the only people I've ever met were, like, you know, that the N-bomb wasn't a big deal. Like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 N-bomb. And I was just like, you're kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a Confederate flag on your lifted truck? <laughs> Notice he said lifted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, my, my reaction to this. First, it's it's kind of, it's chilling to me because, especially towards the end there, I, I feel the pain in his voice. This, this is not some angry tirade. This guy, this is, this guy's hurting. He's, he's, not, he's broken up with this chick. I don't know who broke up with who or whatever, but it sounds like this guy's in a whole lot of pain. Like, like, look, it's not right for her to, like, fucking just put it out there. Cause, because here's the thing about it. We don't know if this wasn't strategic. We really don't. We don't know that she had just fucking called him and been like, blah, 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 blah. I'm gonna go spread my legs on the world and and do everybody right, you know, like and and just like fuck with him and antagonize him and then like have her, I mean, have him <laughs> call her her back and then be like, I'm gonna record this and act act completely civil. Yeah, well, and also uh, with this, I got off the internet somewhere. A couple different sources gave me the same exact audio, so I, I would assume this is the audio in its entirety or what she chose to record. Exactly. I mean, it's at her discretion, too. She could go back and edit it all she fucking wants. Yeah. And it sounds like it was in the middle of a conversation when we when we first jumped in here. So maybe there was stuff happening before then where she was being a bitch and then comes on and starts acting innocent. Yeah, exactly, man. You can't you can't fucking take like this bits and pieces of a fucking conversation and be like, oh, he's completely wrong in this particular situation. He's wrong because he (laughs) dropped an N bomb. Let's not get away from that. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. But not to uh, downplay that at all. But uh, but by intentionally manufacturing insults that uh, you know, like were intended to hurt her, uh, we don't know that he's just not reciprocating. Let's let's just put it that way. You know, yeah, we yeah. don't know that right before this, right before she decided to release the audio, she edited out all the parts where she was just like, "Oh yeah, well, you know, you have to use Viagra and you got a squishy dick or whatever the fuck." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we don't know that shit. That's very true. And a little bit awkward. Yeah, well, it could be it could be awkward. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Uh, being That's recorded. right. I, I said squishy dick. No. But... <laughs> awkward. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is there now? This is something that I, I think about as I was listening to it. From what I was picking up on was her tone of voice and how yeah. it's it was. Very innocent, very soft. Yeah. And 
it's obviously she knows she's recording, so she's gonna make herself sound better than she is. Yes. I'm surprised. Okay. That, yeah, exactly. She sounds like she was the one recording, so it's premeditated. We know it's oh. premeditated. So, so like, how can you really get on this guy for something that like, like he he pretty much just walked into a trap. Like that's what he did. Like yeah, okay, again he dropped an end bomb, but. He walked into a trap. Now, if, if somebody were ever to record a conversation that you had... Yeah. I'd be in big trouble. Is that right? See, because I'm thinking the same thing. If, if Some conversations that I have with people, they don't always go well. Especially if you're going to like... <laughs> no. well, well, let's, let's even take it a step further, right? Like, let's say she's helping him with screen reading, right? What, what, what if she's just running scripts with him in his next part uh, on TV? He's, he's making a parody of himself where he plays a racist, <laughs> and they're over the phone running lines. I think that's a little bit far-fetched. Yeah, man. well, that, that could be substantiated. It's, I mean, you it's, can... it's far-fetched, but we don't know what happened. <laughs> Something like that. I mean, for him, he could produce a script and say, this is what I was reading exactly, and then that's pretty much off the table. It, it's very, it'd be very hard to pull that off without it's any like kind a... of repercussion about, no, here's the facts. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what you're trying he's to say right screen, now about this, a... this whole script idea, it seems like a really lame scapegoat, really. He's a, screen, <laughs> he's a screenwriter. He could produce it if he wanted to. He has his own production company. Uh, well, I, I guess that's true. But then you got a post date. I just, I feel like it'd be a lot of work, and there'd be too many. Uh, what do you call uh, people oh, that doubted it? People that doubted it. What's, what's the word when you have loose strings? There'd be too many loose strings there. People that yeah. helped him do this. People that are like, nah, see, so uh, somebody's gonna uh, cry wolf or uh, what is it? Drop a dime. Whatever you kids are saying these days. <laughs> I'm staring at uh, Adam like this, the complete and utter. You know, I'm staring at my screen blankly right now. <laughs> Honestly, you're seeing this. You're doing the same thing right now, really. Uh, you, know, right. you know what? All you're saying to me, like all that makes me want to do, is write a script where I'm a racist right now, <laughs> anticipating the the one time that I say an n bomb and, and somebody records. I'll be like, look, actually. I yeah, now, it. you know, uh, to, to bring this up, uh, Rex, the, a while ago, me and you had a conversation uh, via Skype that uh, I was recording. Uh, oh, we, dude? Yeah. I mean, we, we were uh, talking about just random stuff, and uh, for some reason, I decided to hit record, and uh, we were talking about, I think, the Arizona law. Oh, yeah. I mean, nothing there was said, I think, that I could play and be like, ah, look at this guy, he's racist, <laughs> to come get you. I mean, there was nothing discriminating, <laughs> but I was recording knowing that I was recording. Yeah. Knowing that you did not know I was recording. Yeah. So, in a situation like that, I could come across a way where I know I'll be okay and kind of try to set you up to say something that could be incriminating. Yeah, see, that's the fucked up thing, too. It's just like, I mean, how many things has anybody ever said that was said in private, if made public, could just destroy their lives, like, politically... Like, just in the face of the public, you know what I mean? Exactly. And, I mean, no nothing there was said, like I said before. And my original uh, plan was to turn that into one of these shows on our website about political crap. But then I decided, uh, nobody cares about politics like we do. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> about yeah. that. It's not that entertaining to hear. So, I... and, and Especially because I wasn't a podcast, I probably got all heavy and shit. And be like, well, what is the state's actual moral relationship with the individual? Yeah, yeah. And I want... Yeah. <laughs> hmm, yeah. Oh, look at my monocle. The, the point is there that everybody in their normal lives says things that, if taken out of context, could be crazy. I mean, this is how a lot of TV shows make their living. The, the John Stewart's and the Colbert's, they play a bunch of sound clips that, when played out of context, can sound crazy. 
but they do have some validity behind some of them. But a lot of it is tongue in cheek. They're doing it to make fun of other shows and blah blah. It's, as far as recording stuff goes, I, I know in California at least it's illegal to record somebody without their knowledge. Oh Ooh. well, then why? I mean, how'd she get away with this then? Maybe maybe it's a different state, or maybe I'm wrong. Am I? <laughs> no, or wrong. maybe they, she hasn't been yeah, caught no. yet. Because like, uh, there's a TV show, Crank Yankers. Uh, they used to have to go to Nevada yeah. to record the calls because if there was some legal mumbo jumbo about doing it in California. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So well, well, you know, if she released this tape anyway, she always has plausible deniability. I mean, she, she, we don't know that she recorded no, it. She it's like, yeah. like, I didn't. No, know. I didn't put the record button. No, I didn't like put it up to the mic. No, I didn't yeah, do anything of the sort. I mean, that's how the mafia makes a living. But the other thing about that too, even if she is breaking the law by recording this and playing it, yeah, the damage is done. Oh, of course. She it may is. get fined, but he's fucked. If, are they married? No, they, <laughs> they are not married. They did. Uh, there was a contract signed about a year ago, uh, a cohabitation agreement of some kind, which pretty much says that uh, she cannot sue him for everything he owns. Because, okay. Because uh, they do have a kid. She is pregnant at this point. With oh, her. really? Yeah. And then that's kind of what the at the beginning of the uh, conversation they were talking about. Uh, Breastfeeding with foreign bodies in you. That uh, she, he silicon. Was, yeah, he was he was talking about it being hard to breastfeed their uh, soon to be child because she has fake implants. That's whatever. Don't care. The, the point so, is not now that wait, this. Wait, hold on. Oh, uh, she's pregnant. Yes. Does that change uh, things? Only if she did that while she was pregnant and got the the boobs then. Because then <laughs> she. Would... <laughs> what? It makes sense. From a medical standpoint, it makes sense. She went under the knife while being pregnant. That's not cool. Oh, because her boobs aren't big enough? Yeah, she's... when you get pregnant, the enlarging already happens. This is true, yeah, but my, my point about it is this, that if she got fake tits and she did, went under the knife, got anesthesia, while she was pregnant, they could actually mess up it with the baby. That's I don't, I, Yeah, but I don't think they even do that, dude. Of course, but you yeah. never know. You go to Tijuana, whatever you want to do. I no. think Bill Gibson has a tape that he recorded of her getting plastic surgery and while being pregnant. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, man, they don't, they don't. I don't think they do that. And and I don't know. I, her being pregnant, yeah, that's that's kind of different, dude. Really, that changes things for you. Yeah, dude, because she's like in a, a vulnerable emotional state, and like she has his child in him or her. I, I mean, that's yeah. uh, that's just I don't know. I, I feel like in that situation, you just kind of like. No matter how a bitch flies off the handle, like you, you just gotta be supportive and and then like maybe later on if shit goes sour, then you can be like, well, you did this, but I mean during, I mean her hormones are like going all fucking nuts and shit. So what you're trying to tell me is that you can have a girl that's that's pregnant and all emotional and fuck up your career for the rest of your life, and you can't do a thing about it until after she's not pregnant. Well, dude, she didn't fuck up his career. He was the one that decided to fly off the handle. Okay. Let's let's be honest about this shit. She she released the tape, but my point is, it's you don't fly off the handle on a girl like that when she's pregnant. Okay, that's different. Yeah, so okay. And that's, if he hadn't if he hadn't done that in the first place, then he wouldn't have anything to worry about. That's that's interesting that you bring that up because that that is something that I can relate to on a very very real level. I was uh, expecting a child at some point, and the uh, when the mother told me that she was pregnant, we were we were not together at the time. Yeah, uh, and. Just like you were saying, my, my mind frame was about the kid, yeah. the, the baby inside, which I didn't know was a boy or a girl at the time. But from as soon as I found out about that, my, my mind started going crazy. And yes, she's going emotional uh, because of all the hormones, and but the guy also goes through a whole lot of emotional craziness as well. Yeah. So 
although this is this would be Mel Gibson's eighth child. Uh, exactly. That's what I was gonna say too. I'm like, dude, he's he's kind of bent. Yeah. Much. So I guess he has less of an excuse to be emotional. But yeah. I, I did have in my mind, do not upset her. Do yeah, not dude. make her go crazy. Just try to. You're right. I'm wrong. Everything the, for for the entire pregnancy, I was wrong the entire time, because yeah. I did not want to compromise anything having to do with the child inside. Of course, and I mean, you don't want to bring uh, undue stress because I mean that they don't know how that affects the kid and shit. And I mean, I'm a, a huge fucking asshole. I I, I know I am. Did you read the baby but, books? But but when it comes to like something like that, you just you just don't fuck it up. I mean, that's. That's a, a line for me. Like, you just, you have to eat that shit. You're a motherfucker, you know? I have been thinking that. You know, like, just, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just one of those things where you just, you fucking bite the fucking bullet, dude. You don't, you don't fly off on a chick if she's pregnant. It, it, and I mean, how many dudes, just, just to take a small example, how many dudes that get pumped up on roids go off the handle? Now imagine the, like, I mean, that's, that maybe it's kind of parallel, maybe it's not. But they're pumping themselves full of hormones, and then you have a girl who's who's probably like even worse because it's multiple <laughs> it's multiple different hormones just like getting pumped all the fuck around and fluctuated and shit, and and you, and you wonder why she flies off the handle sometimes. You're, you're lucky she doesn't run you over with a car. <laughs> That's a different story for a different time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I know. And I mean, of course they're gonna like get resentment because their fucking like bodies contorting and shit, and they got like a parasite in them feeding off of them, and they're, all they can probably think about is like, "You did this to me." Oh, <laughs> no. Right, so bad. Oh. Yeah, so I guess I guess it is worse that she is pregnant. I, I was I was gonna argue with you for a second until you brought up that that point about the hormones and trying to not upset the chemistry of the baby. Dude, he called the baby a parasite. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh, like, yeah, technically, I mean, it's, it's feeding off of your life energy. It's it is, and then you have to deal with it until at le- it's at least eighteen. And it- <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a beautiful parasite which uh, you grow to love, or you love to grow. What? You guys are twisted. <laughs> you guys are twisted. <laughs> Fuck babies. Get me sea monkeys. <laughs> So wh- where do we end on Mel Gibson? What do you think overall now, knowing all that we've talked about? What what's your opinion about this guy? He still got his hair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, very deep. Look at you. Yeah, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How about you, Rex? <laughs> He's wrong. Uh, he should be reprimanded for the things he said because he dropped an n bomb and he verbally abused a pregnant woman. Like I don't. <laughs> Oh my god, like, like, seriously, dude? Like, it'd, it'd be one thing if she was being malicious and, and she kind of, like, wasn't pregnant or whatever, but, like, I don't, I don't know, dude. Yeah, there's, there's some lines he crossed there. Exactly. Like, yeah, I agree and, with you and he's gonna have to do a lot of apologizing after this, and good luck getting laid. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think, I, he'll, I, I really think there's certain things, like, you can do that's gonna make it really hard for women to, like, give you the time of day. I think he'll be all right. Yeah, that means... Yeah, he is Mad made. Max. Yeah. Okay, my take on it is this. Yes, he fucked up. Yes, he's doing all this, like, behind... Well, not knowing that he's being taped or something like that, right? Right. Maybe he's just a bad person in, like, real life. It's just... The point about it is this is why... Whether or not we have a reason to have a focus on his life re- really constitutes the fact that whether or not we really care about reality and the TV show in general. The main thing about it is, is if we want to focus on his life, 
we better have a damn good reason to be a part of his life to begin with. Yes, he's maybe an evil person. That's his life. We shouldn't really even care whether or not he's going to do anything like that. Yes, he may be abusive or something like that. That's why there's the law, you know? Right. I mean, this could be used in the court of law to make, make reprimands, of course, yes. But why do we have to, like, give him shit for it, too? You know, I mean, like, there's, how far is, how far is people, are people going to do anything for somebody until things are square again, you know? And he did make Passion of the Christ. <laughs> and which pissed me off. It pissed me off so much. It oh did? Did you see it? I don't know. I'm into, like, actual S&M, not fucking retarded. <laughs> But you saw my. That was such a stupid fucking idea for a movie. And then everybody afterwards is like, oh my god, he died for us. Focus on what he said while he lived, you fucking dummies. If that's not enough, him dying, like he knew he was dying. Right. What, what, you're gonna give every fucking martyr the equal amount of credit? Fucking, why not just convert to Islam? Jesus. Jesus H. Christ. (laughs) But my point is, it's just like, I, my, my very close friend of mine, he has a sister, and she went to go see the movie, and she was like, oh, my God, I thought this was going to turn a new leaf for everything. I'm just like, are you fucking, I'm arguing oh. with my over oh, this okay. shit. And then I have Chinese food on the table, and while we're arguing, the dog goes up on the Chinese food, uh, well, like, while it's on the table, and eats my Chinese food. And she's like, oh, my God, it's God sending you a message. And I'm like, wow. oh, my fucking Lord. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. I think, what, I, what do you you're going to see Jesus in, in a fucking limestone thing, fucking whatever the fuck. Like, people see Jesus and the Virgin Mary everywhere. Yeah. I think so Rex bullshit. just sent me a message to eat food right now. I'm hungry now. Yeah, that was God, not Rex. God wants you to eat. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's God. is sending you a message. The way I, I view Mel Gibson now is exactly the same way I viewed him before. Because, like we were saying earlier, to me, these people... Yes, yeah. these people. I call them the actors. <laughs> use the finger quotes. Use, we uh, use what, the finger what quotes. What people? Yeah, those people, you know. They are there for my amusement, and that's it. I I don't care about their personal lives. I don't care what they say, what they believe. What I care about is if their movie is going to intrigue me. If it's going to be something that I watch and I escape this shit reality for a second and am somewhere else. Yes, he may not like the Jews, he may not like the black folks, he may not like the pregnant chicks with fake tits, but that doesn't affect his acting, and that is what is most important to me as far as those people go. (laughs) So you're saying that it's just about the job? Yes, it's the job. Now, if people that, uh, clients of mine, if if they heard the podcast, if they knew about my personal life, would it change them appreciating the work that I do for them? Am I any less creative with my designs? Am I any less prompt with my timing? No. No, and and that was the same thing with Clinton, dude. It's just like, oh, he got blown in the fucking Oval Office. I'm like, give um, him a high five. How does that have anything to do with him being an effective president? Yeah, and uh, Sam Rubin was saying at the very end of that interview that I played for you guys, when once they cut back to him in the studio, he he did mention like, well, people will vote with their wallets and their feet when the movie comes out. Is this something yeah. that will change how you? Buy the tickets. Am I not going to see this movie now? No, I don't care. If the movie looks interesting, I will watch it. That's it. Yeah. I don't care what happened outside. I, yeah, that's, that's the way I feel too, dude. That's the exact way I feel. I was just like, dude, fucking this is a good movie. I saw that movie. I would see it again. It was that good. So go see it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Were we just promoting for the movie? 
Yes, this is a big yeah, commercial. That, definitely. We're going to get that's... paid by uh, Mel Gibson's production company. That's the message. <laughs> he actually called me today. He was cursing a lot, but he said, talk about my movie. Did he call you a beaner? He did, and I recorded it. I'll play it next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Mel Gibson's awesome. Uh, I think so. Great. You want to get out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, Until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Maestro. And I'm Rex.